Hi, hello, and welcome to a new episode of Release. I am so honored and grateful that you've taken the time to listen to what I have to say. Um, I'm your host, Adriana. Today, I'm outside because it's finally hot and the sun is shining. Please take some time to go outside and enjoy the sun. So this episode may feel a little chaotic because it is loud but hopefully the sounds will calm down as we dive into the episode so this week i wanted to talk about um awakening because i hear a lot about people even from like the 2010s people will be like i'm so woke and it's kind of been really misconstrued like people believe that if they are recycling that they're woke or if they cancel a celebrity then they're woke or if they can regurgitate some deep quote um from like 10 years ago that they probably don't understand the implications of the quote but if they can regurgitate it then suddenly they they're woke and i've realized just like a lot of things online the importance of it lies within who can see you so this physical representation is what proves to other people that somehow this quote unquote woke person is more socially adept than them that they must understand things more than they do which is obviously not true and it's kind of a weird thought but whatever um but i wanted to talk about awakening because i have a very 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 different view of it um obviously i'm coming from more of like a spiritual perspective but we are all spiritual beings which means that you don't have to identify as um, a spiritual person to be able to benefit from understanding awakening or to become awakened but just like with ego death um awakening is a journey and i don't think as a human you can ever be fully awakened to be fully awakened to me would mean that you are above a human you are a god and we're not doing that shit we're not developing any god complexes simply just talking about how to become better people in a society that's kind of shit but i just want to talk about a few things that have happened or a few things that i've learned on my awakening journey so far that can hopefully help you to live a more um, awakened day-to-day life and as usual i need to um, define the word awakened or awakening so um in the dictionary it says an awakening is an act or moment of becoming suddenly aware of something an awakening is a simple moment of clarity it's a simple beginning of understanding there could be something that you used to do something shitty that you used to do like let's say that you are a cheater and you used to have no kind of remorse 
when you cheated on um, your partner. And one day you wake up and you're like, I'm done with this shit. I can now see how I'm hurting the people around me and I need to change that. I need to change the way that I approach the people that care about me. That's an awakening. It may seem like something simple, but you have gained a moment of clarity. And hopefully if you apply what you've learned to your life, then you have essentially become a better person than you were when you were being a shitty cheater. Okay, so I have a list of four things that I feel like have been really beneficial that I've learned that I want to share. So number one, solitude 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 this shit is a lonely lonely journey because once you start to because the goal of awakening is you need to understand like you need to be honest with yourself you need to know yourself right you need to be able to call yourself out on your shitty behavior and if other people call you out on your shitty behavior you don't get defensive you understand that this is a development of your character um, but a lot of people in society modern society hate being alone because somewhere basically we are a society of distraction um there's always something that is pulling your attention there's always something that is um, distracting you from what you really need to be paying attention to. A really, really good example is actually I have two. One would be uh, people that are always you're watching something when you eat. You can't eat without watching something, or um, you're trying to do schoolwork and you take a break and you're on TikTok, or you're watching TikTok and you're watching TV. And you're listening to something else. Like, there's just a lot of shit happening. Um, I think a really good recent example is um, the placement of the Met Gala and uh, Roe versus Wade. So Roe versus Wade is a thing in the U.S. And basically, it is um, it has been overturned. It was a law for uh, safe legal abortions. And it's been overturned because apparently all the white people that are doing this shit um have stated that there's no um there's no mention of abortion in the constitution and therefore um there is no reason for it to be in the constitution which is fucking stupid if you ask me um and it's really interesting because this was happening while it was happen- happening the day after the Met Gala and normally when there's any kind of like award show or big thing happening in um, Hollywood, the day after is normally the day when a social media is swarming with it. People are talking about best dress, worst dress, what kind of drama happened, whatever, whatever. And right on the Monday, the day that we are so distracted by the glitz and glamour of Hollywood, they're, they are literally overturning women's or people with uteruses, um, I don't want to exclude anybody, um, their right to be able to, um, to be able to have a safe abortion. And when I say a safe abortion, I mean abortion is not going to stop. 
it's not going to stop because people shit happens shit happens and there are people that if simply what i believe is that if you feel as though you are unqualified or you just feel not ready to become a parent that's enough reason to not want to give birth to this child because people think about i realize a lot like now in social media people are there's a lot of promotion of having kids young which is no issue with having um your child young you know you guys grow up together whatever whatever but it has become like a trend like the the pregnant belly becomes a trend and then people forget that pregnancy is literally harm to your body your body you literally have this little thing inside of you sucking all of your your nourishment out your hair can fall you can literally die and people are like "Ooh, pregnant belly but whatever (laughs) i clearly got distracted but the point is um men the law just wants to have power over women's bodies they don't care about the well-beings of these of the babies they simply just care about being able to control the bodies of people that can have children simple plain whatever um but yeah (laughs) sidetrack a very very large um sidetrack but yeah I my worst not my worst but my one of my largest moments of some of my largest moments of awakening have come from um meditation or it has come from just being with myself the beginning of covid was very much one of those moments because I was running from shit I was running from a lot of heavy shit and then I just kind of, when I couldn't run anymore, when I couldn't find those distractions anymore, when I had to be alone, is when I realized that shit has to change. It's like you feel the weight of everything. You're like, hey, I need this shit to be lifted. I need this shit to go away. Because you have to acknowledge that there's an issue in order for you to change that issue. Right? Right. Okay. And the second thing, which kind of goes into or kind of aligns with the first one, is um, relationship with self. Knowledge of self. Understanding of self. Um, the way that I view my my myself um is i am this vast um human being i'm full of all of these experiences and all of these things that make me up to be myself but there are parts of me that um like i said before that may need to be changed things bad habits I may have that need to be called out um ways I treat myself that need to stop there's a lot of things that are out you know in the back of our minds like the way that we treat ourselves that have been ingrained in us from childhood but sometimes you need to look at yourself and say is this true is this really oh you go oh I'm ugly I'm ugly I'm ugly is that really how you feel about yourself is that really how 
you you choose to because even if we look at it from a religious perspective right from the bible we are told that we're made in the image of god if we're made in the image of god that must mean that we have some likeness to god within us somewhere right so how can you look at god in its face and tell it that it is ugly that's kind of how i started to get out of my negative self-image i'm like how can i a mortal you've put yourself within me given me this human 3d experience and i look at you back in your face being like nah this shit ain't enough this is not enough my hair isn't long enough i'm not dark enough i'm not light enough i whatever 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 and you begin to pick at the your your physical body is the least most important part about you like the like there's so many things about you people meet you and yeah they look at your face but relationships are not sustained through just looks even if you date someone just because of looks that's gonna fade away what are the parts of you that you feel make you beautiful and you work on that shit for me um my art is a beautiful part of me um writing um i would say like one of my passions is communicating with others being able to be a safe space being able to um give people a place to be able to just be themselves and i find that a really important part of me because i know that a lot of people need that and i need that and if even if i don't have that I want to be that for somebody else because I know how impactful it can be. And when your relationship with yourself changes, you realize that your relationships with others also change, right? Once you start to honor your body, once you start to love yourself, you begin to attract other people that see that and you begin to... Um, facilitate relationships that understand once you start to set those boundaries for yourself and you say I don't treat myself that way so you're not allowed to treat me that way all the people that want to treat you that way they're going to get tired of you saying no 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 and they're going to leave or you should get tired of that shit and leave because there's so many people that are waiting to love you the correct way. And of course, this isn't only um, relationship. Um, wait, this is also platonic. Um, there are people that are waiting to love you the way that you deserve to be loved. So you don't need to tolerate bullshit that's below your, your level. Um, and again, it's like everything's flowing together. My third point is that... Um, I had to realize that I am worthy because I am worthy. My worth is not measured by anything outside of myself. And yes, I do have an episode on worthiness, but um, I just wanted to say again that um, even with like the way that I see my parents interact with me or the way my parents have always interacted with me, I felt as though my worthiness was always depicted by things outside of myself. 
my you're not you're not worthy if your grades aren't high and you're not worthy if you're not um, working yourself to the bone and you're not worthy if you're not doing all these things in church and the list goes on I'm sure you have your own list of things Um, and recently I realized how my mom when I say recently I mean like yesterday I realized how my mom was kind of projecting all of these feelings on me without realizing because yesterday she was complaining she's like you should find something to do you're always going out you're always going out you're always going out um and I looked at her and I said to her I was like mom I just need a second to breathe I just need a second to exist because the sun is finally out and it has been a cold winter physically cold but mentally cold like I felt this is one of the winters that I felt the worst. And I've, I think we've had three days of consistent sunshine so far. I just need a few days to just exist and just be grateful for the fact that the sun is out. And sometimes I find it really hard when I just say things like, oh, I need to breathe to my mom. Because a lot of the times when you say shit like that to people, they don't understand Um, because you haven't explained to them the pain that you've been through. They don't believe that you are worthy of the moment to relax. And as humans, we're given all this shit, bro. We're given the summer. We're given the heat. We're given all of these things to just enjoy life. Even though you have other responsibilities, it should still be a priority for you to enjoy life because life fucking sucks. Sometimes life does fucking suck. And when you are becoming awakened or when you um, start on the spiritual journey, you realize that it's not all about the material shit. It's not all about money. It's not all about, oh, I'm going to flex on this person. It's more about existing. It's more about sometimes taking a moment to be in the moment. To just love life for what it is. I'm not saying that I'm not going to do the shit that she wants me to do because eventually I will. But just for right now. Just give me a week. Just give me one. I'm asking for one week. Just one week to just recuperate. Just get my shit back together. I know a week won't be enough, but that's all I'm asking for. Just get my head on a level platform. Yeah. And my last point is just let it go. Let go or I learned that letting go of all the things that have um, bombarded me, all the things, basically, it's peace over everything. That's my, that's my, um, my motto. All the things that don't bring me peace that I can control, I'm letting go. Fuck it. Um, with relationships, I find myself, um, if something causes me a lot of headache, a lot of stress, a lot of pain, I let it go. Because the universe would not give me extra headaches. There's enough to deal with just by myself. 
I don't need more. I don't need more on my shit. Like, I see a lot of people talking about, oh, toxic this, toxic that, and um, kind of painting it as a joke. And I don't think it's funny. I don't think that um, intentionally fucking up your piece is anything cute. I like to be able to just relax. I always, the way that I look at, look at it is all the relationships that are meant to stay in your life, you won't question them. Um, with my best friends, I don't question our relationships. I don't question the love that they have for me because they help to bring me peace. For example, if there is um, a man let's say um let's use my um my ex he brought me no peace whatsoever he my life was already felt my life already felt like a a fucking wreck and he wasn't adding anything good to it and for some reason it's like black people in struggle love black women in struggle love sometimes we find a man and that man is not treating us well at all and we get stuck in this thing like oh we can could fix him i feel like all women do this anyone that has any kind of relationship with a man and he's off his rocker is like oh i can fix him no no you can't fix anybody and i'm not a mechanic i that's not my job my job is to experience another person that brings me something good if you're not bringing me anything good i don't want you around me period period um and yeah that's kind of all i have to say i know this episode is short but um i wanted to just talk to you guys about my journey and a little bit obviously i haven't spoken in detail but kind of my perspective of what's going on and um Sorry, an ant crawled on me. It scared the shit out of me. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's kind of all I have to say. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Again, please enjoy the sunlight. I love you. You are loved. You are worthy of love. You are deserving of love. Um, and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.